Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana. Powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative. They do much more than keep the lights on for you. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, so you guys know our friend David Noble. David Noble uh, grew up in Manhattan, Montana. Uh, went to the University of Montana for undergrad, then went to the University of Miami for law school. He's now a great lawyer here in Montana, but he's also a Twitch TV podcaster, and he's on Twitter, uh, x.com uh, slash lecture fan, LCTR fan. Anyway, great guy, well-read guy. So yesterday morning I was catching, I don't know if I mentioned this in our statewide show, but yesterday morning I was I was chatting with David Noble, and, uh, you know, because he'll always, he'll always have a good woke update what's the woke update of the week what's the crazy woke nonsense that's being pushed now whether it's this radical transgender stuff where they're targeting kids or something else so the woke update he had for me yesterday was something uh something referred to as google ai their google ai gemini thing now, if I had asked you about this yesterday morning, you guys probably would have been like me. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. I've heard of chat GPT, but what's this whole Gemini thing? But then this morning, I'm sure many of you have heard about it because they were talking about it all day yesterday. They had it on the five in the afternoon. Jesse Waters was talking about it. And then Laura Ingram was talking about it. Well, anyway, I, like I said, I got a chance to catch up with David Noble early yesterday morning. I'll share a little bit of what he had to say in this woke update of the week uh, coming up here in just a, f- a few minutes but first but first speaking of of the the woke cultists what is the if you had to pick one topic aside from the radical transgender agenda when it comes to these these cultists out there where this crazy woke religion is their religion what would the topic be yeah you guessed it climate change remember remember uh state senator former state senator john brennan out of scobie he's saying the blame climate change uh, song for us here uh did you guys hear about this so montana governor greg gianforte uh being the nice guy that he is he attended an event at the bipartisan policy center and they were even going to have a q a afterwards i think they still move forward with the q a but but these climate change cult members had to disrupt the event and it it was it was actually quite sickening i mean they were invoking the names of his children during their chant at one point but i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna give you my version of their climate change cult chant i'll I'll let you hear it for yourself just so you know exactly how creepy these climate change cultists actually are here you go uh this was the climate defiance group all the children of America and of the world deserve a livable future. End fossil fuels, Greg. End fossil fuels. End fossil fuels, Greg. End fossil fuels. Do you hear that chant? If I had just tried to to say it myself, you'd be like, oh, come on, Aaron, you're exaggerating. No, they sound like a bunch of cult members. End fossil fuels, Greg. End fossil fuels. Anyway, we'll talk about that and more. Phone lines are open for you back after this. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. 
Uh, was it was it me? Because if you guys disagree, you can call in and tell me you disagree. And Aaron, that didn't sound that creepy. Ah, or were you as creeped out by that cult-like chant as I was? I mean, they sounded like they were in the occult. And fossil fuels, Greg. And fossil fuels. I mean, what a bunch of nut jobs. Uh, and uh, man, and in, in their argument is, we want a livable future. Do you realize the calamity that would happen if we end fossil fuels? Do you realize how many people all over the world would die if we end fossil fuels? A livable future? Uh, my goodness. I mean, th these cultists have really been drinking the climate change Kool-Aid, haven't they? Wow. Uh, I mean, think about it. We all got a little taste of, of what happens if we end fossil fuels, right? How, how many of you uh, farmers or ranchers out there had a power outage that one Sunday afternoon when it was 20, 30, 40, 50, something below zero? That gave you a taste of what ending fossil fuels would look like. But thankfully, that was over in just a few hours. Imagine if it was repeated and ongoing and continuous, right? And yet, anyway, they, man, they, just a creepy sound. And fossil fuels, but that's what they want to do. And I couldn't even believe, I mean, some of the people that were sharing that video on Twitter some uh, some Montana Democrats that are running campaigns. Uh, one lady who shared it, I think she's like the campaign manager for the Democrat candidate for secretary of state. She thought the video was just great. It's like, wow, man. I mean, if we didn't think you guys were out of touch before, we know you're out of touch now. Uh, anyway, if you think it's um, if you think if you think it wasn't creepy or if you agree, you can call in or if you got something else you want to talk about, you can call in as well. 406-294-0970. Speaking of uh, the the climate cult members, the climate change cult members here, uh, I saw an article a couple of days ago in the Billings Gazette. Climate case litigation likely to be long. So the litigation over over the the climate change, the kids climate lawsuit here in Montana is going to be very lengthy. It's going to be chewing up a lot of of the court's time, a lot of the court employees, judges, etc. The litigation is going to take a lot of time and a lot of resources. And then I saw another headline here, this one from uh, the Montana Standard. Groups sue to stop Pintler Face Timber Project. Once again, they're going to be tying up our courts, tying up our judges, tying up resources on another absurd radical environmentalist lawsuit. And then there was another headline that caught my eye here recently. State Health Department returns to near ban on transgender birth certificate changes. So the the activists that want to take away girls sports opportunities they want boys competing in girls sports you know they're going to sue again right you know they're going to sue again and what is that going to do it's going to tie up more of our courts more of our courts resources more of our judges more of the system the reason i say that is because we know that our courts are already overwhelmed right now we know that our jails are overwhelmed in many parts of montana i was talking with a democrat county attorney in gallatin county and and she's trying to prosecute, you know, some of these, which are several years old, sexual assault cases. 
And one of the challenges she told me is, well, you know, we, we're, we're short on staff. The courts are short staffed. And so there's a big backlog all around. And so I say that to say, look, we've got illegal aliens committing, um, you know, attacks across the state. We've got an increase of crime because of the Mexican drug cartels in the southern border and more. And, and one of the big challenges we have is that our courts are wasting too much time on garbage like this instead of dealing with criminals in a more timely fashion. So when it comes to the climate case litigation, it should be case dismissed. When it comes to the lawsuit against the Pintler Face Timber Project, it should be case dismissed. And when it comes to the eventual ACLU lawsuit regarding transgender birth certificates, it should be case dismissed. We have got a lot more important stuff to be tackling in this state than all that other nonsense, if you ask me. All right, let's see. We got Bob in Billings uh, first up. Uh, Bob, good to hear from you. What's going on? Yeah, good morning. Morning. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking that, uh, you know, we just use this term illegal aliens, but we, I think we need more categories because, uh, like, we do have these people that are kind of upstanding people, but we have this other group that you've been talking about all morning with the, the uh, stabbings and stuff going on in Bozeman. But So my suggestion was Biden's uh, alien gangsters is the category we need to add. Oh, okay. we got to be more inclusive, you're saying. we got to have more boxes you can check, more more categories for how people should be should identify and be identified, huh? Yeah, and I, I just thought Biden's alien gangsters would be pretty specific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's crazy. It's uh, for folks who haven't heard yet, um, my report about the illegal aliens stabbing people here in Montana and getting deported, et cetera, uh, is uh, it just got picked up nationally by Infowars, which has a huge following, and so because I think, you know, they're hearing all day about what's going on in in New York and Chicago and elsewhere, but I hopefully they they get this word out that no, it's happening in Montana and uh, all across Montana right now because of this wide open southern border. So yeah, that's pretty much all I had, I guess. All right, well. Enough said. All right, Bill, appreciate the phone call. Thanks for, or Bob, Bob, appreciate the phone call. Thanks for calling in. Randy in Livingston. Randy in Livingston, stand by. You'll be uh, next up after the break. Plus, we have phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Or you can send us a quick message on our Montana Talks app as well. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, all right, Randy and Livingston. I see Randy and Livingston has a story he wants to share with us about AI, artificial intelligence. So, Randy, Randy, bear with me for just like two minutes here because uh, I want to do a little scene setter here before we get into your great story. So, yeah, I mentioned I was talking with David Noble about this big story. Uh, he was kind of giving me the woke update of the week here, and, and he was talking about this Google AI Gemini program, and I hadn't heard of it before. But then, man, uh, you know, David and I, and he's got his uh, lecture fan, Twitch TV podcast, and he's on Twitter, at lecture fan. And so, you know, he put that on my radar early yesterday morning, and then, boom, all afternoon and all evening, that was the big topic of conversation from uh, The Five on Fox to Jesse Waters, Laura Ingram, and more. Here's what David Noble had to say. Oh, see, I had it queued up here. One second. 
program always likes to do it when I'm ready to play the, the audio file here. What is going on with this Google AI? Um, it used to be called Bard. Now it's called Gemini, just the name of their, their AI. But what they... but. But Google's AI is an image generator, and you, of course, you give it text, and then it will pr produce an AI-generated image. It, it will not produce an image of a white person, and so people were putting <laughs> people were putting in um, people were putting in text prompts like, "Hey, create create an image of a medieval British king," and then and then Google says. Here's an image of a medieval British king that's inclusive, and it shows uh, it shows a black guy as a medieval British king, and then and then they and then people said, hey, sh uh, create an image of the American founding fathers, and it shows a picture of a a a, a, a Indian guy with a turban on his head, or or a black or a black guy, you know, in the in the um, in the Constitutional Hall, and. All of these different things. And so then people were tweeting out. People were tweeting out. Challenge impossible. Try to get Google's AI to show an image of a white person. And everybody was trying to get it, and it wouldn't do it. And it would. all of its images were only, like, black people That's or, hilarious. or Indians or whoever it might be. And so now Google, Google has actually had to suspend its Gemini AI program um, because people are, people are complaining, saying, this is not historically accurate like if you're going to have an ai program and an ai image generator it needs to be historically accurate and then and so then you the other, think yeah. the other thing it would it, it would do is people would say hey create it create an image of this or create an image of that and it would say okay here's an image of that that's diverse and then it would show you know the american the american founding fathers you know which is all like you know black men and women or a guy in a turban or you know a medieval british king that's a black guy and it's like it couldn't. You couldn't fix it, and so Google's now had to suspend it. But the point is, is it's like, how is that? How is that inclusive and open-minded and welcoming to everybody when it refuses to produce an image of a particular race? Anyway, there you go. That was David Noble's uh, woke update of the week for me uh, early yesterday morning. Then it dominated the national programs uh, later in the day. But I heard it from David first. All right, let's see, uh, Randy in Livingston. Hey, thanks for the call. You got an, an AI story for us? It sounds like. Yeah, I was listening to you. Oh, by the way, good morning. Um, yeah, morning. I was listening to you this morning, and you made note of AI. <clears throat> I'm just an average guy with a computer. I do I do some writing out here in my retirement now. I'm a Civil War guy, Civil War historian. Oh, cool. And and I I've got a lot of stuff on my uh, Excel, um, and a lot of stuff on uh, a lot of completed work on my computer, and recently. Because uh, the fellow down the road, he says, man, you are paranoid. I said, you bet. Because it took seven minutes to upload anything. So that meant my son said, hey, go get a new hard drive. So I did. Everything went great. <clears throat> I, I, this is the experience I had with this AI stuff. Now, when I see AI, I'm usually, let's say I hit my word processor and up comes what I'm working on, right? If I'm, If I need to do some research, I've got the internet to the right, and I'm sitting there writing, and I turn my head to go to the shelf, get, a, uh, you know, a book, an OR, um, official record, and I come back, and there's a paragraph written, and I'm going, what the heck is this? And yeah, it, it spits them out really fast, too. I mean, like ChatGPT, oh, it'll it, spit stuff out, like, in seconds. Right, 
Right. Well, I don't like that because when you're a historian, you can't let anybody do your work, number one. Sure. And plus, it's never on, on task of what you're doing. So I erased it all. So I said, okay. Well, it happened two or three more times that day. Harassing. So I contact the old, my son, who's, who is a walking machine with these things, and he said, hey, Dad, just go ahead and get on the Internet. They got ways to get it, get it out of there. Okay, I looked it up. It was real simple. So I did it. Okay. You know those little widgets you see? Oh, sometimes sure. Yeah. Up you click on that and go to this, but they hide it, okay? And you find it, and you can hit the bubble, you know, and it shuts it off. So I thought, oh, I'm a smart old guy now, I tell you. So it didn't do it anymore. Oh, really? So you did get rid of it? You did get rid of it? Was it ChatGPT or was it something else? Um... Uh, it was, yeah, it was that, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Anyhow. what's so what's the takeaway, is folks? Hey, if you're going to play around with some of these uh, these this software, just be advised you might be uh, like give, allowing them to take root inside of your computer right. or your smartphone or whatever. Or, or what's the? Yeah, here's the insidious part of it. I thought I got rid of it. I got rid of it on the mainframe, right where they planted it overnight, probably. Okay, with the new downloads. I click on the next day and I go to Internet, and I like using this program called Kadaza. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's got tiles on it, and you can put, like, Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever you usually, you know, I'm in an old house, so I might have. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's so simple, okay, and it's good for folks my age. It makes it easier to find everything. Yeah, but so uh, before Correct. I get to the next right. caller, what's, what's the big takeaway that you wanted to share with folks Here's across the, the state? takeaway. When I get on the Internet, on the right side, the Internet takes over. Kadaza dumps a bing on me, and I can't get back unless I blow out. And on the right, they've got a chat box, AI. Oh, interesting. So even if you got rid of the AI, it still keeps coming back. That's interesting. Well, hey, Randy, shoot me an email because you mentioned being a uh, uh, what was Civil War historian. I'd love to, to uh, hear more about uh, your background. And uh, kind of reminds me of that billboard that you see as, as you enter Livingston about where authors and anglers meet. Uh, so, uh, hey, thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Uh, email is Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at MontanaTalks.com. I want to talk more about this Google Gemini deal. And, and one more back and forth with David Noble. Uh, but first, let's go to another caller because the phone lines are open for you. 406-294-0970. John in Missoula, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Hi, yeah, I just wanted to go back to your uh, caller that said that there, there's different categories of illegal aliens. And as far as I'm concerned, they're all illegal. But even if you consider... They're all criminals. They broke the law getting in here, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They should all be deported. But even if you consider maybe there's a 1% or 2% exception to that rule, there should be somebody that already lives here that knows them or can verify their documentation that they have a legitimate reason to be here. And they can take care of them and pay for them, not the rest of us. And then my other point was just as far as the climate change nutter chant, yes, that was creepy. And those cases should just be summarily dismissed. We don't have time for that. Well, look, if there's actual refugees that have actually been vetted, not these so-called refugees that they're trying to dump on us right now, like 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 the, the friends that I served with in Afghanistan, you know, so many of my interpreters got out of Afghanistan and they made it here to this country. Right. But if there's actual refugees, OK, uh, you know. Okay, if we can actually vet them, okay, that's one thing. How about we do a trade also? 
How about these climate change cult members that hate America that want to end fossil fuels? You know what? Okay. Uh, okay, it's a one it's a one in one out policy now. Okay, Amen. we're gonna bring in a hundred of you, but a hundred of you guys gotta get the heck out of here. Amen. If you don't like the country, get out. I yeah, I you. If right. you don't like fossil fuels, you would love living in some of these villages in some of these third world countries that don't have clean water or electricity. You would absolutely love it there. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was him hanging up, not me. But, uh, John, thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Josh in Great Falls. Uh, let's sneak in another call here. Josh in Great Falls, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Aaron? This is Josh Butterfly with the Prayer Warriors Tribal Council. Hey, that's right. Uh, yeah, what's going on? How you doing, man? Uh, we're actually working, you know, to help retire Tester, you know, because of all the stuff, you know, with the transgender stuff and uh, everything that he's associated with. Um, but one of the things that uh, this whole woke, woke business, you know, we address issues about our communities or the problems that really happen. Uh, one specific thing is we're targeting, uh, we're focused on the elder abuse uh, because these are the people that are forgotten, that are forgotten by this whole woke mob and everybody, and we're supposed to go to them for help. Um, there's there's uh, a lot of abuse that's happening at the senior center here, and we collected documents for over two years of financial exploitation and everything, and we're just getting the word out. Uh, we're pursuing it with the aging council. I spoke with the governor's office and dropped off documents and the law and justice. So uh, we need help here in Great Falls at the senior center. There's abuse at the hands of the director, the board, and the uh, kitchen manager. So if people can help us out, you know, a lot of elders are speaking out, and these are the voters that, you know, are going to be applying their voice to the vote this election like they did with the public safety levy here in Great Falls. So, uh, How do people help. get a hold of you? Do you have, like, a Facebook page or a way that people get a uh, hold of you? My, my email is butterflyjosh4 at gmail, and the phone number you can reach me at is 406-845-9708. So, so that's interesting. What, well, a couple of things of what you just said there, Josh. So, I mean, I, we know that, uh, that our Native American friends and neighbors and brothers and sisters are being the hardest hit by the Mexican drug cartels right now because of the open borders and the fentanyl and everything else. But are you suggesting that Native Americans also do not like this radical transgender agenda targeting kids either? Yes, and they're part of the reason why our reservations are in that state with poverty and everything through the gerrymandering, and they've done it during uh, Bullock's administration. And we have this gray bill that's, you know, going uh, for lieutenant governor, and he's all behind that. That's you know, right. So yeah, the, the, rich, the rich, young, uh, white liberal guy that's the lieutenant governor candidate. So he's causing the problems yeah. on the reservations. That's interesting. Josh, thanks for the call. i got to take a quick break. Uh, so, so sorry to cut a little short here. Quick break, and then back after this, phone lines are open. This is where Montana talks at with Lane Nordland. Many experts have said the agricultural economy has grown softer in the last six to eight months. Nate Kaufman, senior vice president and Omaha branch executive with the Kansas City Federal Reserve, says it starts with lower commodity prices. We've seen some declines in commodity prices, notably corn and other major commodities that would have large implications for the middle of the country as well, alongside what I would describe as much higher financing costs. Profits are likely to be thinner this year, but I would argue that the strength of recent years will limit much of the financial stress that we might otherwise have expected to see when you're looking at percentage declines in farm income. While there are always exceptions, Kaufman says many farmers should be in strong enough financial shape to withstand the lower incomes in 2024. We've seen some declines in commodity prices, notably corn and other major commodities that would have large implications for the middle of the country as well, alongside what I would describe as much higher financing costs. Profits are likely to be thinner this year. 
but I would argue that the strength of recent years will limit much of the financial stress that we might otherwise have expected to see when you're looking at percentage declines in farm income. And there's interest rates. We maybe haven't seen all of the implications associated with higher interest rates yet. There are some loans that have not yet repriced. So if you're a borrower that has taken on a certain amount of financing at a low interest rate, when that loan comes due or depending on the terms of the loan, you may need to reprice that loan at whatever the going rate is, which could be considerably higher than when you originated that loan a few years ago. I'm Lane Nordlund. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got the phone lines open for you, 406-294-0970. Real quickly, I want to go to uh, just one more uh, one more soundbite from our friend David Noble talking about this Google AI, this Gemini program, because uh, we kind of had some fun joking around about it. Uh, and then I want to go right back into the phone lines because I think we got Frank in the flathead next up uh, wanting to jump in on the conversation about AI. Then we'll get to Chris in Columbia Falls, and then we've got phone lines open for you you as well uh two nine four zero nine seventy but okay uh so so david noble made this one more point about gemini and uh, anyway here we go but the point is it's like how is that how is that inclusive and open-minded and welcoming to everybody when it refuses to produce an image of a particular race that's hilarious i uh you know i by the way you know, since i've never used or, or or played around with google gemini before we, we had a, a conversation with a, an engineering professor about ai and chat gpt so in the middle of the interview i thought you know i'm going to go to chat gpt right now and i asked chat gpt i said write me a poem about plentywood montana and seconds later i read the poem about plentywood montana over the air but i decided right now i'm going to go to google gemini and show me a picture of an African princess. You know what image came up? John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter. <laughs> He's an African princess. No, I'm, just like, I'm just joking. But wouldn't that be funny? If, that is know, classic. If it showed a, you know, a white guy from Montana as the African princess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, that's that's the equivalent. It's got to be inclusive. Yeah. Got to be inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if this was real or not. Maybe it was just people on Twitter mocking this Google Gemini story. But I saw somebody said, "Show me a photo of the Canadian Prime Minister," and it was uh, Justin Trudeau in the blackface photo that he actually dressed up in blackface. Right, right. No, well, that, that, that kind of goes to what Seth Dillon was talking about with, with satire. I mean, you can't even tell the difference a lot of times between satire because the Democrats are so crazy now. Yeah, David Noble was with us Tuesday night. Seth Dillon, the CEO of the Babylon Bee, was the uh, keynote speaker for the Billings Christian School fundraising banquet. And I had the honor of emceeing it, and it was just an incredible event all around. All right, let's go to Frank in the Flathead. Frank, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. A little late getting in on the show today. Hopefully you didn't cover it. There's a worldwide uh, organization that of all the large tech companies have joined. Uh, I believe it's called Digital Coalition for Content Provenance. And uh, what it essentially says that it does is battle uh, content, stealing, misinformation and things. But when you get into it and read about it, it's literally Winston's uh, memory hole in 1984. It searches your document. When you're, the previous caller talking about your AI auto-populating your uh, content. Oh, yeah. What this does, if you try to publish something, it'll find it and say, that's hate speech or 
So you could create it, but the second you try to post it, somehow in AI and computers are good at keeping track of a lot of information, they'll take down your content. So sure, right now, hate speech, We, you know you know it when you see it, but uh, today's, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the, the hate speech of today could be uh, tomorrow's freedom, right? So Oh, totally. It, it already is. is. So yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's literally 1984, scrubbing the internet, scrubbing your word processor, Google Docs, Microsoft, Word, all of these things, they are all connected. And whatever you create, it searches some large database. It will block uh, you in real time from even trying to get out the message that you just typed. It will like, no, 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 nope, you got to scrub that. Well, imagine, what if they applied? If you post it, they will take it out. I mean, I mean, imagine with with the way this stuff is going right now. I, I shouldn't give them any ideas, but they've already got they've they've already got a great way of coming up with bad ideas without us, uh, you know, giving more to them. But, but I mean, you think about it. Like, okay, they could you can do the same thing with audio. And so right now we're on a, a, a short delay, right, from when I say something to when it goes out statewide over the airwaves because that way if somebody uses a bad word that we can't use, we can press the dump button and, and the delay will cover it, right, and bleep it out. But you think about it. The way that they are interfering in our elections, the way they are censoring Americans with the Hunter Biden laptop, with the radical transgender agenda, you better use the right pronouns, et cetera. What, what would stop them from one day saying, okay, every broadcast in America is going to be on a tape delay, and, and the delay is going to be long enough to allow the AI software to prevent you from saying things that they don't want you saying? I mean, it's uh, it, uh, 1984 uh, sounding – you know, I mean, there, there's nothing that would stop them from eventually doing that. That's right. That's right. we got to resist it, turn off their services, disconnect as much as you can, uh, fight back to the, every degree possible, uh, and hopefully uh, – some local governments uh, built some lifeboats for us to, to be able to live in. Yeah. Well, and speaking, uh, and speaking of just, you know, forced pronoun usage, I, I don't know if you heard about this story, Frank. I was telling David Noble about this, but the libs of TikTok shared this information. The National MS Society forced a 90-year-old woman volunteer to step down because she wasn't inclusive enough after she asked what pronouns are. This lady, Fran, volunteered for 60 years. Her late husband had MS, and the National MS Society basically kicked her out of being a volunteer because she didn't know what pronouns are. I mean, these people are crazy. I guess we got to speak out while we're able to. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Amen, brother. Hey, all right, Frank, thanks for the call. Great to hear from you. By the way, the National MS Society has now released a statement Backtracking on the entire story, saying they were wrong and have apologized to 90-year-old Fran, who volunteered for 60 years for the organization. I mean, for Pete's sake, people. Good night. I, I, I laugh when I say, oh, for Pete's sake, because when I picture a 90-year-old woman named Fran who volunteers for an organization like that, I'm like, seriously, did you just take a little old lady who goes to the potluck at the Lutheran Church Did you, it, it, on the High Line of Montana? Did you just kick her to the curb because of your mandatory pronoun woke nonsense? Yeah, that's what they did. These people are insane. They're not just doing it to Trump. They're doing it to 90-year-old Fran. Uh, let's see, 406-294-0970. Chris in Columbia Falls next up. Chris, great to hear from you. Yeah, they're already doing that. I mean, you know, when they... When you think about how they've changed 
a democracy yesterday. Biden mentioned him. He was he said it right out right. My democracy. My they're, they're bothering my democracy. Get me. So so I mean the whole meaning of that compared to a, a republic is a whole other thing, you know. And I think we're a lot of the American people have just fallen for that. So they don't they don't understand the difference between a democracy and a republic. Now what. You know, I talked the other day about uh, certain things that they have fostered on us, and so we're paying the consequences for them. And when you take when you take how they've twisted it and the meaning of let's say abortion, that's that's a democracy to them. Uh, the, how about immigration uh, into the uh, you know uh, illegal immigration? See what I'm saying? And and they've done that too. And we're we're bought into the the money spending thing. You know, back in 1991, I've mentioned this a number of times. The, the the national debt was three trillion. Now it's what? What is it? Oh my goodness! Thirty-two something. Oh, 30, so 35. Just, everybody yep. with this uh, this whole idea, and, and we're falling for it. So I mean, you know, Lincoln Lincoln wrote a, a great study on the Constitution, and when I was in the Boy Scouts for five years in San Diego, you know, it, we we taught those kids to understand. What patriotism was, what the Declaration of Independence was, along with, along with all of the other things that the Boy Scouts taught. So I mean, this stuff is all gone, you know. And yet he, Abraham Lincoln, says it should be taught from the pulpit. It should be legislated in the legislative halls. He said it should be enforced in our courts and justice systems. Look at our justice system now. I mean, you used to protect us. And it, oh, it's, and it's, it's being still used good. against us. It's being used against us, and and our courts are so bogged down, and they're understaffed that they can't prosecute criminal cases, violent criminal cases, in a timely manner. Yet they're wasting our time with climate cult nonsense, and another radical environmental lawsuit against another timber project near uh, near Anaconda, and and all this crazy stuff, right? Uh, they they are using it against us. That's well said, Chris in Columbia Falls. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening to KJJR. Uh, let's see, Bruce in Butte. Uh, Bruce, what's on your mind? Well, good morning. Let me take it off the speaker here. Yeah, uh, we've got the Progressive Inquisition. We we had the Spanish Inquisition uh, way back in the day. Now we have the Progressive Inquisition, and they're basically tearing down Western civilization as we know it. You know, they fabricate the difference between races. I got news for you. I'm a blood donor. We all have four different blood types. That's the only distinction we can make. It doesn't matter if the other guy's black, white, red, yellow, or pink with spots. If we got the same blood type, we can donate to each other. They're attacking our money. They're attacking families by uh, with the welfare system, sexualizing kids. They're going after our energy. You know, they're going after the science. You know, we're not supposed to believe the science of uh, there's only two sexes. That's all you get. They're going at it through the courts. They're attacking common sense. This latest thing with uh, generative AI, who programs the computers to operate like that? Great question. Let's hold it right there. Quick break. Shortest break of the hour. Back right after that. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, powered by the Montana Electric Cooperative Association. Your Montana Electric Cooperative, they do much more than keep the lights on for you. 
This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. So we were uh, we were talking earlier about how, you know, if you go to this Gemini AI thing, the Google Gemini AI thing, and, and you ask the Gemini to show you an image of, of something or of someone, they wouldn't show white guys. All they show are black guys. So I thought, you know what, let's play around with this here for a second. Let's, uh, okay, Gemini, show me a, an image of John Brendan, former state senator, really good singer from Scobie, Montana. Pull up the image. Well, that's not John Brendan. That's Randy Watson. Sexual chocolate. I got Randy Watson. That's not John Brennan. And it's just crazy what this thing is spitting out there these days. So, yeah, you can't trust that AI. I tell you what, uh, all in uh, just joking, of course. Some of you take things a little too seriously. I did not uh, do that Gemini search. Uh, but I did the chat GPT story about the poem for Plentywood, Montana. That's a real thing. I actually did do that. And if you go to our Montana Talks website right now, um, you can actually read the poem about Plentywood, Montana that came up on chat GPT a while back uh, because I shared that. I've got a story about how Montana Talks is going to be live from Plentywood and the KATQ Farm Expo here in, a, in, about, in about a month. Next month, we're going to be there uh, for the Farm Expo. So we hope to see all of our Northeast Montana friends there. Even you, Randy Watson, we hope you're there as well. Uh, let's go to John in Kalispell. John, what's going on? Oh, not much. How are you doing, Aaron? Hey, doing good. Oh, excellent. Hey, I just have a very interesting thought. So we know how, oh my gosh, everybody's pushing out these mutilation of children with this transgendered and all this stuff. Okay, so they're pushing that. And the courts are actually agreeing with those plaintiffs on stopping all these laws. But what about a individual that is over 18 or 21 that wants to be a prostitute or sell their body with a, another individual? Where is their right to be able to sell what they have to other individuals of consenting age? Ah, it's a good what question. Is the yeah, what's the next law that's going to come down the pipe? Are we going to legalize prostitution in the state so we become another uh, Nevada? That, no, that's a really good question because we because the argument we had in the Montana during the Montana legislative session was okay. Look, if you're an adult and you want to chop off your body parts and identify as something else, well, you do you. This is America. You do your own thing. Well, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Is that really true? Because, but but the point we were making is okay. But let but we should all agree that we should protect kids from this radical transgender ideology, and you shouldn't be chopping body parts off of kids. They shouldn't be making uh, decisions that could hurt them for the rest of their life. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you make a great point, which is, what, OK, but even for those of us who believe, well, if you're an adult and you want to chop off your you know what, well, you do you, brother. Uh, but uh, but no, that's a great point you make. Well, it's the same thing with legalizing a marijuana. Right. Or, I mean, or crazier drugs going to lose? or crazier drugs right. like they did in Oregon. Yeah. Right. What are we going to lose in society? Are we going to remove all moral values? Are we just. You know, Katie bar the door, anything takes place because, oh, my gosh, under the 14th or 13th, 14th, 15th Amendment, equal protection, it's your right to do that? 
Where are we going to as a society? Where do we draw the line? Yeah, no, good question. Great question, John. Thanks for calling in. Great to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Let's sneak in another caller here before we run out of time. Mike in Bozeman. Mike, what's going on? Regarding the dad who called here a bit ago, regarding his daughter's changing jobs for feeling unsafe after dark and the stabbings that we had recently. Yeah, yeah the, the migrants the, stabbing people in yeah, Bozeman. Which, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Come on. Would you get the county sheriff and the chief of police on the radio and interview them regarding um, what we citizens can do to legally uh, protect ourselves, if not ourselves and our family members, after dark or around Bozeman? Uh, Clint, just uh, from Bozeman here, not a week ago or two weeks ago, mentioned friends of his that have lived here all their lives are wanting to pack guns for feelings of personal safety. Sure. And I'm the same way. I've lived here since 1976, and uh, I've never wanted to carry uh, concealed for uh, living and traveling around Bozeman here and yeah. uh, being in and out of businesses. And, um, but now I'm you feel like you have to seriously about it. Yeah, and yeah, I before you to. could just you could just know that there were other people out there that were carrying that would have your back if something went on. Now you're like, man, we all need to be concealed carry now. Kind of like my my chat with Cascade County Sheriff Justice Slaughter. Given all the threats that are increasingly facing this country, mm-hmm. we're all preppers now, right? Because we know how quickly things could change in an instant. Well, the uh, FBI uh, Ray talking with all the sheriffs and saying how all these problems are coming in because of the illegals. Christopher Ray is guilty of having his agency uh, be uh, accepting of that because he didn't get a hold of Biden by the balls and tell him <laughs> not you dumb shit because you're uh, uh, ca- a little you're careful with the and, language uh, there, uh, just because we're still regulated because yeah. you're. Uh, <laughs> Because you're putting the country in, in danger. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're exactly right. If, if the FBI director was truly concerned about the blinking lights everywhere, he would go to Congress and call out Joe Biden and John Tester for this invasion taking place right now. Uh, yeah, and the guy he was referring to, I had a guy call from Bozeman and these, you know, illegal aliens that are stabbing people all over the state. He said his daughter doesn't want to work downtown Bozeman anymore because she's afraid for her safety walking 